0: SNAP Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast fun hit of sport for Wednesday, September 27. Today, a Panther star opens up about being the most hated man in the NRL. The outgoing AFL chief backs the umpires after the Brownlow voting dramas. And will the 50 over World Cup generate any excitement once the footy season is over? But first... Every year there are grand final heartbreak stories and this season is no exception. X line Dan McStay denied a chance to face his former club, ruled out the morning after their prelim final win over the Giants with a knee injury. He'll be joined in the MCG stands by Taylor Adams. The vice-captain was the first on the track yesterday and the first to leave after a flare-up of his hammy strain. It's the second year in a row Adams has broken down in September. Just a flesh wound. Last year, a groin injury kept him out of a prelim final. Teammate Nathan Murphy telling Triple M it's devastating news. Tays, of course, is our vice captain, but um, he's just been amazing the past couple of weeks how he's carried himself and he's been so positive and um, he's really tried his best to get back out there. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be. Um, we're shattered for him because he deserves it so much, the work he puts in just to the club and everyone around him. so. We're really shattered for him, but um, it, of course, brings an opportunity for someone else, which is really exciting for them, and I'm sure come grand final t- day, Tay will be real positive, yeah. which is um, we would love to see. On the other side of the coin is Jack Payne. One of the big improvers in the AFL, the Lions fullback missed their prelim win over the Blues with an ankle concern. What's your prediction for the fight, man? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Payne. Yesterday he stepped out at training and took part in running, agility and ball work and Brisbane says he will be available for selection. But most notably, they said the final decision won't be made until after Thursday's session. Darcy Gardner thrived in place of Payne, keeping Coleman medalist Charlie Curnow to one goal. And the Pies are down a tall in attack, so Payne's pain may not be injury, but the lack of a match-up. Neal, three votes... And I declare the winner of the 2023 Brownlow Medal, Lockie Neal of the Brisbane Lions Football Club. Now, before we get to NRL grand final selection news, Lions co-captain Lockie Neal heads into the AFL's big dance as a dual Brownlow medalist, an honour I think sits very comfortably alongside his name. He joins the likes of Greg Williams, Robert Harvey, Adam Goods, and Chris Judd as two-time winners. The count wasn't without controversy, though, as some strange voting popped up. Despite a quiet outing in round six against the Giants, the star midfielder received a full three votes. Amanda but hey, that's always been the quirk of having umpires vote on the Brownlow. This comes up every year. We mentioned Greg Williams before. Well, back in 1993, the then Carlton Ball magnet received no votes for a 44-possession game against the Demons. Well, they were watching the mascots more than they were watching the game. He lost the Brownlow that year by one vote to the baby bomber, Gavin Wanganine. It's emerged over the last 24 hours that umps don't even get access to stats. In fact, the AFL's Crack down on umps sneaking a look at their phones. So I certainly don't blame them. An outgoing AFL chief, Gillen McLaughlin, told Triple M they won't be breaking with the century-old tradition by taking voting off the whistleblowers. Nonsense. It's part of the mystery mystique. If you want to formula, I mean, I don't know who would do it. It's been the best five players in the game in the top five. It was, I think, a, an incredible evening. No selection heartbreak ahead of the NRL Grand Final, although the Broncos had a close call. Herbie Farnworth, their star centre, left their session at Suncorp yesterday, needing treatment for a thigh or quad issue. Some other senior stars had light runs. Reese Walsh left the track early, had some treatment on his hamstrings. Adam Reynolds and Payne Haas barely got out of a canter. Broncos legend Sam Thaiday, though, told Triple M he's not too concerned. Uh, no, I've got the uh, Gawanna oil. I'm going go to go entertain it tomorrow, probably, <laughs> Anywhere if you want to rub. <laughs> uh, and if you've seen the body on him as well, wow, that's all muscle. So, yeah, a, a little bit of a scare there. But, you know, the, the beauty of what we've seen with this Broncos champion here is the depth as well. He's uh, got young Tristan Thaler, uh, Wendell's son there, sitting there waiting to waiting to go. The Bronx naming an unchanged 17, as have the Panthers. Jerome Luai will continue to play through the pain of a shoulder injury. And the 5'8'' talked about how he deals with the tag of being the most hated man in the NRL outside of Penrith. I think in a way I've just come to peace with it all. So that's what I'm chasing at the moment, peace of mind. And at the end of the day, people are always going to need someone to hate. The ODI World Cup in India is just over a week away, and it's fair to say my excitement levels are low. Well, then there is no pleasing you. Maybe that will change after the footy grand finals are over after this weekend, but then again, maybe not. I think we only get excited by the World Cup when it's in Australia. A far cry from how gripping the tournament was when the Aussies won in 1999, including that infamous moment Steve Waugh was quoted as telling South Africa's Herschel Gibbs he dropped the World Cup after dropping a simple catch in the Super 6 stage. That's how oh, it's it. he, he dropped hits. it. I don't believe it. That's unbelievable. He was throwing it up. He thought he had it. It was a little lollipop. And the man who did so well with the bat has taken his eye off the ball and the ball is just dribbled out of his fingers. So this tournament is unlikely to hit those heights and Australia is facing an uphill battle to be at the pointy end. The five-time champions can barely string a consistent side together, losing their last five one-days in a row to India and South Africa. You're not where you used to be. They face the Indians again tonight in another warm-up and all-rounder Glenn Maxwell is in line to return from leg soreness. The big show is the type of player who could generate interest in the World Cup off his own bat. And Mitchell Starks says Maxwell is a player they need in the 11 for his skills with bad ball and in the field. No doubt he'll be, be looking to, to make an impact as soon as he gets his, his chance. He's got a wealth of experience over here through IPL, through multiple tours. He's, a, he's certainly an X-factor, no matter which team he plays. And so, of course, this is his third third one-day World Cup. So, yeah, look, he's certainly an X-factor for us. He's someone who can really take the game on. His ability with the ball, particularly in these conditions as well, adds to a, another option, certainly in the bowling department as well. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport for today. Subscribe so you don't miss the ep each morning. Catch it tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.